0: Exactly like
1: pleasure
2: <laughs> Muy buenos días Thank you all for coming and hanging out with us today on today's podcast with streets good. Professor hits off the streets. Today, we have two very special guests. A childhood friend of mine, Daniel Navares. Say what's up.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody?
2: And his beautiful wife, Nora Navares. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, chicos. Muy bien. And joining us, as always, is our lovely, beautiful co host, Baby D. What's up? Yes, right so we got a fun a fun filled show for you guys today we'll be talking a little bit about baseball we'll be talking a little bit about some health and uh, mental issues from both of us as well and we'll also talk about marathon running again once again thank you for joining us check us out on all platforms follow me at el profe streets on uh, facebook streets chris one on instagram as well and with that with that I would like to say thank you, muy buenos dias, para comenzar la semana, we also do our show in English and Spanish, go ahead and come in at any time you guys want, we're not holding back, and this show is called Steady Pace, you guys will understand why I decided to call it a Steady Pace um with that being said i like to start off my show with uh this segment called what's happening in the news so daniel nevares is a big movie fan he worked for harkin Steedier for a couple of years was up in management as well and uh i heard that there was a cocaine bear sighting at the white house not too long ago that in the West Wing, the heart of the world's most careful guarded building, there was a white substitute found around there. What you think?
0: Pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a pretty good movie.
2: Right? No, I gotta I gotta agree with that. That's awesome. Very great. Very great. So uh, a little bit about Daniel. Um, I like to tell um, his, I like him to tell his story. But first, we're going to go ahead with uh, some marathon running. I got a couple of interesting facts before we even go ahead and start talking about that. So did you know that the New York City Marathon uh, last November qualified or sorry. This is uh, Daniel's story, and I'm going to go ahead and let Daniel tell it, and then I'll go ahead with my facts. So go ahead, Daniel. (coughs) Talk a little bit about your marathon running and running and how you picked it up.
0: All right. Well, um, I am visually impaired, legally blind. I started losing my vision about four years ago. um, And while I was going through the process of uh, vocational rehabilitation to learn how to use my my limitations with my sight, uh, I joined a group called Achilles International um, that helps people with... uh, visual impairments and other disabilities here in the valley and there's 32 chapters all over the world um i started running uh and uh i used to run when i was in high school i run track and field cross country I was pretty good uh you know i was a five minute miler ran two mile and 11 stuff like that so i was i was good and uh, i hadn't run since probably 2000 2001 and i needed something to get my head clear so i started running with a friend he told me about achilles um I met Brian, who's my friend and guide, and we started uh, running a couple of. We did the Kiwanis back in 2021. I ran a 5K in about 23 minutes, and I was like, "Wow, it's been a while." And we went from there. Um, did a couple more races, did a 10K, a couple of 15Ks, and then uh, New York started uh, started talking about New York. Hey, you should try to qualify for New York or try to get in. Uh, you'd be fast for us, and uh, yeah, a lot of training. Uh, you know, we did a GoFundMe, a lot of training with Brian. And uh, we ran, uh, I did a half marathon in 2022 in San Diego. We did really well. Uh, we ran under two hours. So we did like a, uh, yeah, an hour and 55 minutes. And uh, we ran, we were able to run New York, uh, 26.2 miles around the five birds. Um, it was yeah. great. Uh, I had a goal set in mind to run under four hours. And I was pacing about three hours and 40 minutes. And then I got hurt within mile 10. Uh, I got hit, um, it tripped on with someone because there's uh, 50,000 people. Uh, I decided almost, I almost quit, but I was halfway and I was like, we got to finish. So we ended up running it at a s- slower pace. I had no idea uh, of the time that I was going to finish. Uh, we finished under five hours, about 4.55. I got a call from my one of the sponsors and she said, hey, you qualified for Boston and now we're getting ready for Boston, 2022, 2023, or oh, 2024, Sir, awesome. uh, April, and, and that's what we're going for. So. Excellent.
2: So big shout-out to Brian, too, the, Daniel's guide. Uh, I mean, he probably has a story within a story, <clears throat> too, as well. So I wouldn't mind having him, too, on our podcast somewhere down the road. So if you uh, mention yeah, it to him, Brian's I would love to have
0: Brian's pretty awesome. You know, he's, uh, this is all on him, volunteer work. He started as a, as a guide, and now he's one of my best friends. I mean, we get, uh, we get up six days a week. We go to the gym. We run. We lift weights uh, wow. and he, again he picks me up every day we We've been go on vacations <laughs> with him you know we went to Sedona with him for a couple of days uh, last week and he's just a really good friend and the fact that he dedicates his time you know he picks me up at 4 30 every morning
2: awesome uh, and
0: we go to the gym and work out and run so that's what we do
2: dedication and love and not to mention you know that friendship that you guys have been building throughout yeah. the years I mean that's classic you know you don't see people like that that are taking their time out of their way to help you others don't. So y is algo bonito yeah. la personas y la amistad que tiene mucha gente yeah he's my angel yeah oh yeah for, angel, sure. for sure and you know and I want to apologize to all my listeners because we also do have another special guest too we actually have a beautiful black lab with us too as well mm-hmm. so I want to go ahead and introduce him
0: oh my my dog this is my guide dog Diesel uh, <laughs> I got him three months ago uh, he is my CNI dog um, it took me two years to get him I was on the waiting list but He's just changed my life. Uh, went into San Rafael to do some training back in April and met him. He just changed our whole life completely. And he's, I don't have to use a cane when I'm with him because I do have a, a cane that I use. Um, and he just, again, he changed our life, uh, loves my family. Uh, he's the best thing ever. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Diesel. Como alvin
2: diesel yeah <laughs> so big shout outs to diesel too he's out here lounging he's with us song. too as well yeah, he's a black lab so. yeah so enjoying the time too oui, as well guapo. so i want to give a big shout out to uh, another childhood friend of ours uh by the name of john chavez who grew up too as well around because when i started running i he was a cross-country coach and Megan Allen was his uh, assistant coach too. So I started running, and I ran the P.F. Chang half marathon. Oh,
0: nice! And
2: I loved it. I fell in love with running. It, it's como una droga. Yeah, I did it too. The P.F. Changs, yeah, right there. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Every block, every mile, you have a band playing, or you have yeah. alguien ahí, you know, uh, apoyándote, and you're just running through all Tempe, and it was beautiful it was a lot of fun I did it in two hours and 22 minutes that was my first ever marathon and as soon as I got home I was out (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, yeah yeah. what 2006
0: mine was 2006 and that's actually
2: Oh, yeah. well, so también. Yeah. Oh, and they have a, a beautiful story, story. Let me yeah. tell you right now. Uh, I was able to uh, have brunch with them, and have a sit down and talk, and get to know our guests <laughs> a little bit more better. And uh, let me tell you something. Their story is beautiful, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a story within a story that people read about, that people see on the movies. You know, it, it's it's great, and I, I and I'm grateful to have these uh this couple here with us too as well. So I want to throw out a quick little fact out there. Did you guys know that the New York Marathon's first race was in 1970? The laps uh, were around Central Park, and the entry fee was only one dollar. What? Yeah, two hundred and ninety-five dollars now. To get right? <laughs> Crazy. One dollar. So, and with that being said, um, the boss here's the Boston Marathon fact. The first race was in 1897. John J. Meredith from New York was the one that ended up winning that. So imagine that from New York to Boston. Yeah. And that's a big rivalry, let me tell you. Boston <laughs> is. and New York. Mm-hmm. And me and Daniel go back in the, uh, way back, and we love baseball. We're baseball fans. And Daniel's a big L.A. Dodger fan, and I'm a big L.A. Braves uh, fan. I love Braves baseball fan. in
0: general. Uh, I'll, I'll watch any team play. I mean, the Detroit Tigers just threw a combined no-hitter. Awesome. Uh, You know, they're like the worst team in baseball right now. And the fact that they had a combined (laughs) no-hitter, that's pretty amazing. So you can put Kansas City, you can put Detroit, I'll watch anything. You know, listen to it. It's all good. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah, for sure. But, yeah,
0: Dodgers. Dodgers for life.
2: Dodger Blue, (laughs) right? That's it. So with that being said, I want to play a little reel here from one of the most uh, famous Dodger Blue guys. And uh, with that being said, we'll go ahead and uh, start this segment. Give me one second. So, once again, I want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, thank you for taking uh, time out of your days, for coming and visiting us. Uh, thank you for having us. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. <coughs> Hopefully. <coughs> Excuse me. Hopefully, we can uh, continue and uh, see you guys in the near future.
0: Oh. We'd like that. In the air to left coming over is He puts it away. And the Giants are the wild card team. The city is going wild appropriately enough. And they are heading for New York. No runs, one hit for the Dodgers. They managed to leave four men on base. So
2: even though it was a Giants victory that day, <clears throat> that was Vin Scully's last out. His last call on the radio after being a radio for the radio voice for the Dodgers for about how many years?
0: Uh, it was over 60 years.
2: 60 oh, wow. years. Wow. So he was Amazing. the Dodger besides all the famous Dodgers that they have and out he there. And
0: called, he called a shot, Kirk Gibson, 1988.
2: He Woo! called a home run. As he
1: you know w- that when he did that, he mentioned the Foundation for Blind
2: Children? Really? And
1: that's where I worked. That time, the last out he called and everything, not out, but.
2: He mentioned the foundation. Oh, que show. bonito. Wow. So see, you learned I'm something right. too. There you go. And
1: from a female. There yeah. you go. <laughs> More power to you. Woo-hoo! So go
2: ahead, uh, Nora, and uh, speak a little bit about that foundation for us too as well.
1: Well, I work for the Foundation for Blind Children. This August is going to be my 15th year in um, in a 26-year period. I uh, We help people all ages from babies to uh, seniors. And we have programs to help every every single age uh we do an amazing work i think we are one of the biggest organizations in the country that helps people in the different areas different departments awesome
2: and how long you been working with them already
1: 15 years the second time around on a 26 year old period i worked three years the first time 15 years the second
2: one yeah awesome awesome and where can they find that organization or who can they get in contact with that
1: they can call me. I will be the one receiving those phone calls to direct everybody. Um, their phone number, 602 for the patient clinic. And they are located, they have three locations, one in um, uh, Chandler, the other one in the West Valley, and then the main mm-hmm. one is in North Phoenix.
2: Awesome. Mm-hmm. So you guys get up, go ahead and contact them. Uh, they do great work for everybody and they're here to help out that's the most important thing they're here to listen help and lead you into the right direction so Daniel go ahead and talk about um this diagnosis that you were diagnosed with and how it how it has impacted your life uh the new things that you had to learn basically you're probably crawling and now walking again like a baby basically right
0: it was yeah so I had um I've always worked glasses I had bad sights since I was 11 years old but never in a million years did I think that it was going to be a result to a visual impairment and vision loss. Um, so uh, it was uh, 2011 when I was driving in Chandler and I was going to an appointment uh, to a building and uh, my my vision just went out. I was seeing completely green and I had to stop over by Fry's Electronics over on Baseline and call my wife and be like, hey, something's wrong. <laughs> and she was working, you know, at the foundation. So she talked to her doctor and said hey something's up so we'll make an appointment it was fourth of july weekend so obviously i couldn't see the doctor till like tuesday um and when i went and saw them i had a retinal detachment uh you know i never thought that i would ever have a retinal detachment you, th- you think of retinal detachment think of boxers you know you get hit so uh, it was severe i had one uh, op- uh surgery uh, it was like july 8th and that didn't go well so i had a second surgery within 10 days and they put a uh, silicone uh, a buckle and I lost complete vision in my right eye and I knew that I had the left eye everything was good everything was great you know working harkens and so forth and in 2019 uh, I had a hemorrhage a bleed in my left eye uh, we went and saw the doctor and he said you know you have uh, myopic degeneration which is the deterioration of the retina so the retina is really weak and the eye stretches so you get a lot of you, know, you get retinal bleeds you get Uh, you know, the deterioration of the retina and uh, retinal detachments, and I lost probably a good 50% of my vision there. I was there. uh, I wasn't told that I was legally blind until about August. I had to get injections to get all the blood out, and I had another retinal detachment in my left eye, and that sort of just got things, you know, from bad to worse to, uh, oh, my God, I can't see. Yeah. Kind of scary, huh? Yeah, and I still have functional vision, uh, which means I still see shadows. I still see shapes. Um, You know, I still can see my phone as long as it's right right by my nose. But um, it's getting worse uh, as time goes. So it's something that I had to deal with. I'm very positive. So, you know, i worked through it. um, And then after that third surgery, and then I had some more um, bleeds, uh, you know, I went on short term. And then I was told, unfortunately, that I couldn't go back. Uh, but I was going through a vocational rehabilitation program, learning how to use a cane, how to get on the bus by myself, how to cook, how to clean, how to take care of myself, how to use skills to get, uh, you know, to keep my job. But so I was a little confused that I was told I couldn't stay where I was cause I worked at a movie theater. So uh, the, the irony, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I stopped working, was it like November of 2020, uh, I was home, and it was just very depressing, a lot of anxiety, uh, a lot of things going on. You start, you know, thinking, uh, you know, all these bad thoughts and so forth, and that turned to depression, anxiety, to a point it got really bad where I, I did want to take take my life, uh, you know, because it was just... I knew I had the support from my wife, my kids, And everyone. we thank you for that, day. You know, yes. I knew it was there, but my head wasn't registering that. It exactly. was angry, it was depressed, it was... I felt like I had lost something.
2: Of know? course.
1: And if I say, I can say something, you know, a lot of changes happen in the family. And, and one of them is me becoming the only driver. Uh-huh.
2: So, so that independence so. Yeah. is
0: like and really so bad.
1: It was like about not just eight hours of my job. Uh-huh. I had to drop off my kids. I had to pick them up at the end. And so it wasn't l- like about 11 hours yeah. of him being by himself. Oh, wow. Because
0: I used to do that since I worked that night. You know, I was a. I would take the kids to school. I would do the grocery shopping, which I still do now. Uh, you know, if I needed to go get a tomato and stuff like that, it was easy. Mm-hmm. So now I have to wait, take the bus. So it's, you know, it's a it process. It's a process. It's a process. Yeah. Like I have to plan they even to get a process. haircut. Yeah. I can't just be like, oh, it takes me two hours <laughs> to go get on a bus or stuff like that. Or, you know, yeah. get an Uber and come back. So all those little things were like, you you sort of like, you're like wow, that was, this was something that you... You th- you think was a big deal, but when you start losing your vision, it's it's yeah. huge. Oh yeah, most definitely. Know? So that happened, and again, I you know I uh, unfortunately I I didn't want to be here for that second. I, I I took a bottle of pills, and Nora was there. Know, she had to call 911 and it was I made a big stink in front of my mom and my mom was visiting and <laughs> <laughs> I made a big my daughter had to chase me down because I went running without my cane it was really bad yeah but I, but I think I figured out that I wanted to let I woke up and I had to pump my stomach and I woke up chained with handcuffs in in the uh, you know in the hospital yeah and they were there. there was security there watching me and they were like, hey you need help and you're either gonna do it on your own or we're going to force you to do it because what you did was terrible. And I said, yeah, I, I, I I woke up and I'm thinking my wife's not here. My kids aren't here. What the hell did I do? I mean, life is precious, but I didn't know that. Exactly. Unfortunately I had to fall to that bottom to figure out that I needed my life. I needed Mm -hmm. to be there. I was still important to my family. Exactly. Um, and when I got out of the facility, you know, I, I started seeing counseling, and a psychiatrist. I found out I was bipolar, so I'm on medication, and bipolar I was two. Bipolar, bipolar two, two. which that's is two not full blown, but it's you, you still get episodes, yeah. and I take meds. But uh, I had been running for Achilles, so I don't know if I we talked about Achilles, and that's when I figured out I had to really get into it. And I ran a couple of races. They got really mm-hmm. supportive with me. I met Brian. You know, and we really got into it, and the exercise. Uh, I have never liked going to the gym. That was <laughs> one of the things about sports. I despised the gym. I despised working out. Uh, I used to wrestle in high school, mm-hmm. and I was really good in junior high, 6th, 7th, 8th grade, but when I got to high school, it was a big jump, and I just got my butt kicked <laughs> because I didn't weight train. So I joined cross-country uh, track, um, but going, moving forward, I figured that now, you know, as an adult, weight training has really helped me out, it's you know i get up at 4:30 every morning uh, brian picks me up we go to the gym we wor- we run we work out we train i run about five miles a day so i'm running about wow. you know, 30 miles a week when i'm not training you know plus uh, you know lifting and so forth so that has completely changed my my thought and and i've become uh you know you know, for to say you know like a motivational speaker i've gone and spoken already in like rio rico yeah i saw that with the lions club and so forth or the rotary club sorry um and all these things and i've you know i've talked to other people and i've, I've i'm i'm there for a reason you know yes. and now i know that life life is here life is different i miss the movies a lot we still go to the movies uh, you know i watch everything with audio description so you know it's mm-hmm. you put a headphones on and someone describes exactly it's like reading a book yeah but uh, it took you a while it took, took me a while, while. i was right. angry right, i was right, I really angry right. about all that yeah. stuff uh, i still go to baseball games although yeah. i can't see the game uh, i have a buddy who takes me to the games and he always sits in the front but I still can't watch it. But I, you know, I listen to it, and the I can sounds. still see with with, you know, with my phone. If I put the magnifier on, I can see some images. So a lot of adaptation. I know I'm going back and forth. Um, but right now things are good. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, training for a half marathon in August. I think we're gonna do America's Finest City, San Diego, again, which I did last year. And Then we're doing the Phoenix Marathon in uh, November, and then uh, he wants to do Carlsbad a half in January, and then we got the big one. You know Boston, Boston here 2022. We come. My goal is to go to Berlin in 2024, but we'll probably push that for 2025. Nice. I'd like to do the six major marathons, wow. um, which is London, Berlin, Tokyo, and then chicago la and new
2: york so. awesome so yeah. you found another way out of the negativity yeah and i did you, and you found it with running i and found it with
0: running and i found it through the support of my wife and that's where i was going to there, yeah. Yeah. you George's know wife. i
2: gotta give it up to nora man felicia muchisimas gracias like that's awesome yeah, she, i mean
0: she's she's had, she's had to put up a lot with me and and i think i mean we've been we've been married for 16 years We're going on 16 in october we've been together for 16 and a half so She's my rock. The and fact that you
2: have her on your side and as your partner yeah. and as your uh, emotional um, person to help you out, you know, it, it, it's beautiful to see. Yeah, and, and I'm grateful that you found well, someone and she found someone. We're like a you team too.
0: because at home, um, you know, after doing the vocational rotation, uh, it was a little scary, but I got a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of cuts, a lot of burns. <laughs> but I still use my. Uh, I have a flat top grill. I still grill every day, and I use my flat top and. I love to cook, and I cook you know, six, seven days a week sometimes. That's <laughs> what I love to do.
1: <laughs> and I just wanted to mention that, um, yes, it has been a big impact in our lives, the change of him not being able to see many things. But it's amazing how he has adapted to to the change, and he does everything. The only thing he cannot do is drive.
2: Yeah. And he does everything
0: and he does it so well. And, and so a lot of people think that uh, hey you're not blind. Well, I'm visually impaired. I will eventually lose my vision that's what the doctor says. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it'll be in the next you know 20 years. Uh unfortunately I know it's going to be probably in the next couple. Yeah. But I am ready. I have all the the tools. Yeah. I have diesel, my guide dog, I know how to use a cane. So if I were to wake one day and it's completely black, um yeah, I'm going to be upset, but I'm or ready. i know how to live life. I'm, I'm ready. You know, and, and that's, that's what, I, that's what so I want
2: all you listeners to know, that even though uh, you face some issues in your life, I'll there's always uh, challenges. Thank you, Baby D, for that. There's always something around that where we can find something to put that to the side and still move forward, which is very important. Es sí. algo que tenemos que saber cómo adaptar a lo nuevo, you know? It's something new, so we have to adapt to that, and you, every, that's what you're doing.
0: And every day, you know, every day we're adapting. Every, there's always challenges. Every day I wake up, there's less vision or more anxiety or stuff like that. So it's, you know, but uh, again, you know, repeating myself, uh, Diesel's been a big, big part of my life emotionally, uh, spiritually as well, and just having someone there. Someone that's so loyal, they really say that dogs are my best friend. friend. I've never had a pet, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so it's my first dog in general. So he's just been amazing Mm -hmm. uh, for everybody.
1: And and yeah, what I wanted to add about Diesel is that he is so loyal, and the way that he looks at Daniel is like with so much (laughs) love. And like, um, I'm right here whenever you need me,
2: just let me know. It's it's amazing. That's awesome. I think he's passed out right now. Oh yeah, no, he's (laughs) like, oh man, I'm out. I'm in nice AC. The house is comfy. (laughs) La compañía is great. He's like, I'm done. (laughs) Muy bien está. So uh, tell us a little bit of uh, how you guys met, how you know it came to be. 16 years later, that first kiss. I mean, everything. I mean, well, how did it all be? Well,
0: You can tell that story because you tell it better. But so well, let's well. make it quick.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it was very. Uh, um, won- it was a wonderful way to meet. We were at a restaurant. He was managing the restaurant. I would go over to s- this restaurant every day. I just wanted to eat my salad, mango salad, and that was all I wanted. And this young man came over and. Mm. and
2: swept you do off you his feet, of huh? Me. He
1: did, he did. And so I think that it was a, a good way to to start talking. i um, older, yeah. he's younger. How did so you so get there was a little resistance there. <laughs> oh, not resistance, but it was more like
0: pushback, like, hey, how old are you? Yeah. Uh, I was 25 and she was, we won't say the age, but. <laughs> I was
2: 35. There I'm you okay. Go. And yeah. she, still looks, she still looks she still looks 37 oh, so, no so she's yeah. good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, you know one of the things that she, she was my Barbie and she said, "No, Aww, tú no oh, quieres sweet. Barbie, tú eres mi Barbie." Le no. dije, "Tú eres mi Barbie." No, eso fue lo que yo le dije. Le dije, "Yo no soy Barbie para nadie." And
1: he goes yes tú eres you You're my Barbie forever and I'm like, "Oh." That's so sweet. Sí
0: se puede. Nosotros nos conocimos y nos gusta mucho el baile, nos gusta bailar mucho la cumbia. So, otra otra cosa que a yeah, mí Cuando yo perdí la visión, tenía miedo que no podía bailar porque me encanta el baile, se me tiemblan los pies, puedo la ranchera, cumbia, de todo, banda hasta salsa uh-huh. y Uf. tenía tanto miedo, cuando vamos a las fiestas somos los rompe, rompehielos. <risa> I nos <love> gusta, it. <risa> nos gusta bailar puro Sí, hablando de la visión, y lo curioso que es es que cuando
1: sí, que salíamos a bien. los antros, cuando íbamos a bailar a los clubs, yo vi que su visión estaba muy baja en la oscuridad entonces sus ojos se abrían de tal manera como que quería ver realmente dónde estaba yo y es muy curioso fue una intuición de mi parte que inmediatamente me conecté con nuestras so,
0: entonces, con él, yo, manos. Hablamos con
1: las manos yo apretaba su mano de tal manera a la hora de bailar que le hacía sentir no te preocupes yo también estoy viendo yo estoy viendo <risa> y esa conexión única. ha sido única. It has been amazing. Yeah. Oh I yeah, really love it's
2: it. your proper communication, your language, Tu yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, a, the
0: place can be completely dark, and we'll dance, and we will be dancing. <laughs> yeah, because <both> <laughs> <I laughs> you it. guys
2: are one <laughs> within each other, yeah, which is bro. beautiful. They're you know,
1: yeah. Yeah. I love their
0: story.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> they, you guys gotta, uh, you guys don't understand. We yeah, and we have, uh,
0: you know, we have two beautiful kids together. She has a daughter, uh, uh, older daughter in her thirties, and I have a, we we both have a 15-year-old daughter, and i Renee. Shout out to Renee Danovic. Hey, shout 13, out to you mm-hmm. my My baby girl. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and she's our, a my little boy. She's a dancer. She uh, dances at the Fred Astaire four days a week. So she's doing all the stuff. She has, uh, she has the passion. We used to dance when Nora we was pregnant, you know, eight, nine months, eight, pregnant. We would dance everything. So my daughter has <laughs> it. Saleron, saleron bailarinas.
2: That is awesome. That's a great story. And like I said, I want to tell everybody, uh, thank you to the Navadas family for being here with us at uh, Hits Off the Streets podcast. And let me tell you something. Their story has enlightened my Sunday. And it's been a great uh, story to hear. And I'm glad to have a childhood friend of mine who grew up in the same cul-de-sac slash street. And we're back, you know what I mean? After so many years, we've known each other for the... Good thirty seven plus six years. And then uh, one of the things Chris, that you didn't mention,
0: we used to, know, we, we both went, to, we both wanted to escape from I think, for that little bit, and I came to Phoenix, and we both were at Phoenix College, so we went to Phoenix College for a couple of years, and then mm-hmm. we used to, I used to see him at Club Seven or Two downtown. <laughs> that was it. That was the, that was the time back in like the two thousands. That was the place. I used to go to, dance cumbia, rock and español, and all that stuff. My
1: heart so. is full having you guys yeah. here. Thank, Aww,
0: you.
2: thank you. Awesome, and yeah, and it was funny because uh, we we separated when uh, Nogales and Rio Rico, uh, Rio Rico decided to build a high school, and you had that choice. Uh, I think '94 it was. Yeah. '95, we were freshmen. Yeah, so you had a choice either Nogales or Rio Rico, and if nobody knows the geographics, uh Nogales is right off the border of Mexico. There's a Nogales Sonora and a Nogales Arizona, and then there's Rio Rico, which is like the sister city, which is only five fifteen minutes away. Minutes, but yeah, no, like five, at five. No, <laughs> <laughs> if you're running, no. For for me, it's fifteen. at least son cinco, pero. Um, but we've always still managed to stay in touch. Yeah. And uh, we ran into each other when I was playing baseball at Phoenix College. And it was just like,
0: hey, Cali D, what's up? How you doing? And our you know? parents were good, were good friends growing up. Great you know, friends, you know. And yeah. I want to
2: shout out everybody. If I miss a couple of people, uh, please, uh, Daniel, I know, will uh, shout out the names. Even though we have a shout out hour. But I want to say what's up to uh, Danny Para, to uh, Jeff, to uh, the Boomhowers, to... Uh, uh rest in peace ricky uh you know um bruce uh jose navarez uh arsenio jonathan chavez jeff shirley james ross i mean if i miss anybody oh. nah. yeah kevin
0: donnelly Where kevin are donnelly, donnelly. what's <laughs> up
2: kevin yo yo big big yeah. time friend of mine and too. sean donnelly well. also he was yeah sean younger was awesome pretty awesome yeah, oh, yeah man big big time musician too uh but, uh, I mean, it's been a pleasure having him as a family member because he basically is my brother, you know. Yeah. I used to go into his house, and we used to watch movies all the time. I remember he was a big Karate Kid fan. Oh, <laughs> know, that's
0: That's the movie that started the passion uh, for, you know, obviously his name was Daniel, so Daniel-san. Yeah. But uh, in the 80s, the Karate Kid, the Three Amigos, yeah. over the top, oh Spaceballs. And you have your poster. And I room. got my poster, oh, signed, by, uh, <laughs> I got a poster signed by uh, Joe Esposito. Who's saying you're the best yeah. around? I got oh a good friend, God, Chris it. McDaniel, who's like really good friends with him, and I have a signed uh, Karate Kid movie poster with Joe Esposito. So pretty awesome! One of the great movies.
2: Oh yeah, and I can remember all the time we'd go in there, and that's all we would be watching yeah. was that's the Karate so Kid. Nice. And every and, time we so went in, and <laughs> the other favorite one of mine
0: is La Bamba. No one talks about La Bamba, and that's one of my favorites. Richie! You <laughs> no? <laughs> So, not my Richie, Bob.
2: Not my Richie. And that's the one thing, too. Uh, Daniel, uh, like I said, worked for Harkin Studio for a while. That was there for about eight years. So. Eight years. And he's a big movie fan. And I'm a big movie fan, too. We're both big movie yeah. fans. And it's awesome. So, go out there and watch a movie. You know, pick something that you interest you and, uh, you know, talk about it, you know. Uh, what started me, it's funny, we talk about movies. What started me with the podcast, I went with a friend of mine that works at the post office, and he has his own podcast, and it's called The Movie Pit. Oh, so yeah. they watch horror movies and sit down and talk love about it. it. And we would love to have you on their show because I know Seth is always welcoming people in, so it'd be and awesome. And I'm
0: a big uh, horror movie fan, so is my daughter. My, do- my wife will not watch horror fan yeah. movies. We but can hang out. But uh, <laughs> my daughter, when we were in the pandemic, you know, she was 12 years old, and Nora was like, "Por qué?" But uh, I, you know, the classics, Halloween, I'm around Elm Street, Exorcist, uh, you know, Texas Chainsaw Master was my personal favorite when it comes to the old classics. But yeah, we can we can talk horror, we can talk action, comedy, you know, all that stuff.
2: Most definitely, the, I, I want to tell you guys a funny horror story about me. Um, I stopped watching horror movies uh, because yo tenía un espanto in mi casa, so I I invited somebody I in. <laughs> so that's why I eventually stopped watching. And when I ended up going to the movie pit to go and do this, I was like, okay. So we ended up watching the original Evil Dead. and uh, 1981. 1981, oh. it is. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> it guy. is. Wow. Great guy. And it had that still, it's a scary feeling, you know, que te sientes así. Todo. Oh, I'm feeling it right now. Yeah. I mean, like,
0: I, Stop, right? Yeah. But, you know, Evil Dead, we'll seen. talk about that. I like. Army of Darkness a, from 1992. with was kind of much better. I know the original is great. Uh, Evil Dead Rises it also came out. I think it's streaming. It's supposed to be pretty good. So
2: yeah. Go. Oh, yeah. Most yeah. definitely. we will stop talking about okay. Yeah. <laughs> so back. Well, let's go back to uh, what can people... Pick up from this conversation with you, say for instance, maybe somebody is going through the same thing that you did when you woke up. Like, what can you tell them? What symptoms would they need to look for? Or how can you explain to them, you know what, it'll get better. Eventually, in time, it will fix itself. You know, you just got to be strong.
0: You know, I'm going to sound cliche, but I think it is, especially if you find a system around you that's going to love you and support you. You got to look at the positive because. There's a lot of bad, there's a lot going on, and I realized, you know, my vision, you know, I still have my legs, I still have, you know, breathing, I have family that love me, everyone, you know, my sister, my mom, we're talking cousins, you know, shout out to my cousin Martin, my mom, Lupita, somewhere you're out there, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that support system that is there worrying for you. Um, you know, you know, it's like Rocky Balboa said, it's not how hard you punch, it's... When you get punched and you get back up, you got to keep on fighting. You really do got to keep on fighting because life is precious.
2: Excellent. And that's a great way to put it. Life is precious because what would the world be like? Like Captain Hook, you know, what would the world be like without Captain Hook? Like what would the world be without Daniel Navares? You know, and now you're rewriting your own story. You're rewriting your own history now. And it's just gotten better and keep moving forward. And that's what I want all my listeners to pick up on, sabes que, no, it's not the end of the world, you know, that, like I tell everybody, when one door closes, another door opens, sabes Mm -hmm. que, cierra el libro, and pick it up, and open the book, and rewrite another chapter, Sigele. you know.
1: I have to mention something important, too, it's that you have to give yourself the right to feel upset, too, I mean, you cannot just say, everything is going to be perfect, everything is going to be fine, if you feel like crying, cry. If you feel like not wanting to be around anybody at that moment, do it. It's important to yeah. do that for yourself. Eventually, you'll get out, but you have to give permission to yourself to feel sorry for yourself because it's okay to to have that yeah. feeling.
0: And you know, that's one of the things I'll, I'll touch on. Um, I'm such a happy person, and every, I'm so positive that I did not, in the, f- the first two years, I was just... I Was hiding it, I was being happy, I was being positive, you know, working in the theater, and so forth. And even Nora was like, You're it didn't hit you, like, I was just mm-hmm. doing my thing and being happy. And, and when it hit hard, it because I bottled it up mm-hmm. and it was the worst thing. So, I agree with my wife, you just if you're feeling sad, let it out and you know, let it out and get help. You know, it's
1: a healing process. Yeah,
0: I wanted to be that person that everyone expected that happy go lucky, mm-hmm. you know, just person that's always running around and.
2: You know, mm-hmm. people pick up on it really quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're it's like, a, "algo uh, mal cool yeah, you know? está mal con yeah. <laughs> es este." Yeah, something wrong.
0: Who is the actor? Robin Williams.
2: Robin Williams. Oh, I, you so know so? what? He's one of my favorite yeah, actors, or was favorite. one of my yeah. favorite actors. He made everyone laugh. Everybody laughed. but, la- was always, but you know, himself. Yeah, but himself. So you know what I mean? Like outside this. I is think Sam
0: Neil said something, and I'm going to paraphrase him. Sam Neil, who was in Jurassic Park when they were filming Bicentennial Man. This is a paraphrase. um, he said that he looked at him when they were filming this movie back in 1999. It was released in 1999, and he said he saw the saddest person when he was, you know, in his, uh, you know, room and so forth, getting ready. So it's right, you know, you just gotta you gotta let it out.
2: Oh yeah, for sure, and 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 don't be afraid to como dijo Don't be afraid to. It's perfectly fine. Um, I ain't going to lie. I cry sometimes, sometimes when I'm here and I break down. I'm like, sabes que? Just let it out. Porque te ayuda. It's helpful. It's it's mind-blowing that you need to release something. And once you release that, you be surprised how good you feel after. Porque there's you're holding something back. Yeah. And with that holding back, you're still bringing something else to it besides that, you know? That negativity. But you gotta be positive with yourself. You don't move forward. ¿Sabes Ya lo dejé adelante.
1: Allá. Yeah. Something that I wanna say to your listeners is cool. that uh, let them know that I lost my left eye when I was two years old, and um, one of the things that had helped me for so many years has been wearing an eye patch, mm-hmm. and it has been, and then the sunglasses. On. So I know that it's something that I'm not going to avoid. I will always be that person that does not have a left eye. But when I put my sunglasses on and when I put my hair down, the world doesn't see that. Mm -hmm. And that gives me my time to recharge and to say, the world's not looking at me. I am fine. And that energy, I uh, put it somewhere in a good box in order for me to continue and keep going.
2: And Baby D said it perfectly, a very beautiful lady here with us. Oh, thank so you. So she's thank awesome. You. And I got to say, you know what? It's that comfort, too. It's like, sabes que Esa es la persona que soy. she's so comfortable it. in her skin. This is so the person I who her. I am. And you know what? You're going to take me as I am.
0: That's oh. one of the things I fell in love with my wife. Yep. She was so comfortable with herself. And I am. Know, la confianza, always, oh, la
1: confidence, confidence yeah. you know. si me vuelve a pasar, lo vuelvo a hacer. I'm not, I'm going to take it again. I mean, if life gives me this, I will go and do it again. Because I I am very comfortable I like
0: it who
2: I am. Positiva, you know, mm-hmm. you got to be positive. That, yeah, And yeah. that's why what, that's what I like to spread this este, este, uh, show. También es todo positivo. Y encontrando your comfort zone, you know, yeah. finding yourself, you know, be that person that you want to be. Be that person that everybody doesn't think you are, but you are comfortable within your own skin. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure, man. Amen to that, for Mm -hmm. sure. So uh, we're going to go ahead with uh, Baby D's segment. Uh, Her segment is Thought of the Day. So she's going to throw a little thought out there, and just we're going to go ahead and reflect on that. So Baby D, go ahead.
1: Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself.
2: Awesome, baby D. So, um, I'm gonna let baby D go ahead and read that once again, and then we're gonna go ahead and reflect on that. Go ahead.
1: Life isn't about finding yourself, life is about creating yourself.
2: Nora, Daniel, what do you guys think?
1: Oh my gosh, I have to, I want you to know that I had that thought,
2: and it's been on my board for about 26 years. Wow. Yes, yes. Spoke is, to me. And that is
1: for my daughter, uh, who has been creating herself for so many years. Awesome. But also ourselves. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It it's so much deepness on the thought. Oh, my
2: God. Awesome. I can't believe. You know, yeah, Hey, that's why we bring people together. And that's one of my favorite things now as a person that has his own podcast, bringing all these different people and just connecting you know we'll, we'll have to get together regardless chris. oh yeah most definitely oh yeah. oh yeah we got to go dancing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but just the fact that you said that that was on your board for 26 years and it only took about what two hours and I had boom no clue yeah
1: <laughs> it's the energy the yeah, positive it's the energy. vibe well, well chris i know we haven't seen each other in probably 20
0: years but it's it's like if I it was saw just you yesterday back in uh, you know, 2005 <laughs> was the last time I saw you. Yeah, wow, like that. wow.
2: So what do you think, Daniel? What, uh, what about uh, the thought of the day that baby D read?
0: Like uh, you with my wife, you got to create yourself. You know, I had this image for me, and you just got to redo it. You know, there's things that you got to do, and you know, for me, my movies were always my life, um, my passion. I wanted to get into directing. at One point, uh, shout out to Lou, uh, Louis Alday. I once told them that uh, my name was gonna be Dan Never, so <laughs> to this day he still calls me Dan Never. That was gonna be my Hollywood name. So, Louis, Louis, and Ruben. My hey, boys. what's up? Yeah, my boy's from uh, from Rio Rico. But you just have to create yourself. Right now, it's all about. I never in a million years thought I'd be running and exercising and. And doing things differently, you know, that's what keeps you going. So you just got to recreate. You got to find something that you like. Exactly. And and go
2: with it. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with being denied. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with failing. Guys, you guys got to understand you got to fail. You got to get denied in order to succeed. It, it just doesn't come like that. We're not built that way. No es una cosa que un día, sabes que la hice. No, tienes que trabajar. You have to work for it. Set yourself some goals. Set yourself some daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, you know, a couple of, e- like a yearly goal, and go for it. I mean, yes, we all hit that bump in that road, of course. Hay cosas que van a estar ahí que chingado no puedo. It's over, like, ya no puedo. no. Go back to your goal list and then go back to your mental state saying, Saske, si, se, puede. So, what
1: is it that you are going to do in order for you to become that person that you want? Exactly. So, you have to create ways to really get to that point.
2: And so, no, 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 I I love your phrase. Very good. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Hey, baby, D in the house. So with that being said, guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, close the show again. Once, uh, once again, i like to thank my special guest, Daniel Novartis. Hey,
0: I, We really appreciate you having us, Chris.
2: And uh, Nora Novartis, too, as well. And their story, again, I know we've been talking about it, but it is precious. It's beautiful. Um, I'm really happy to have them uh, to be sitting down here with us, um, enjoying every minute of it. Uh, we enjoyed uh, brunch, too, as well. Um very good, very good, good food. Letter letter. You awesome. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Actually it was all baby D, so but I like to take credit for it, so I'll take it. <laughs> 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 so we like to end our show with uh, famous last words of a fool. What's up, fool? Uh, I know we've been shouting everybody out, so <laughs> we've, been <laughs> <his face. laughs> we've been shouting out people throughout the whole show. But if you guys have a special somebody you guys want to go ahead and shout out, go ahead and shout them out. And also, this is the part of the show where I hand my show over to you guys. So you guys can speak freely about whatever's on your mind, uh, whatever you feel is right to talk to our viewers about where they can find your doctors, where they can find the foundations. Uh, this is your show now. All right. Oh, wow. So go ahead. So, yeah, um
1: It's... Muchas gracias. Thank nada. you for that opportunity because I think it is important for them to know that there are resources out there that they can go on and, and try to figure out how to get help. You know... Um, uh, vision loss is—it's very small. It only affects one percent of the uh, population in the world, and so. But a lot of the times, it's hidden. Not a lot of people know uh, how to get uh, help, and so whoever is out there that is going through uh, the process of losing their vision, if they have a little one at home. That you have a feeling that it's something is happening to your baby he's not developing like the regular ones uh, typical kids just just go over go to your doctor and and let your gut tell you your instinct tell you and push you through to follow through and and find the help that you need the foundation for blind uh, children has been out there for almost seven years and and our organization continues to, to develop new departments, new ways to help everyone who, who has a vision loss.
2: Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think it's important. Um, you know, one of the things is, you know, people don't, you know, they think, and I think Hollywood did a really bad job, you know, as much as I love Hollywood, of depicting what a visually impaired person is. They think it's completely, you have to be completely blind, you have to have your eyes all, you know, white and stuff like that, and that's incorrect um i can't read it but my wife if you can read this uh this is what i believe in a lot
1: says uh, the term blindness covers a uh, broad spectrum of visual disability from when your sight is impaired enough to inf- interfere with daily activities like reading cooking or driving up to total
0: blindness. yeah so i met uh, when i was in my visual impairment class or, or visual uh, vocational rehabilitation class there was like 20 different students and nobody there was completely blind. Everyone had everything from retinal pigmentosis to what I have, myopic degeneration. But it was, it's 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 a different thing. One of the things I learned is that, as Nora said, one percent of the world is is blind, but one percent of that one complete. percent is completely blind. So there's so I don't look like I'm blind, and everyone tells me, I mean, my eyes are perfect, stuff like that. But I can I. I promise you i cannot see and to be honest with
2: you he is speaking truthfully because he's making eye contact and (laughs) he he, he's doing everything (laughs) that i don't know how to say, but like any other human with right eyesight uh, is doing. You know, he's communicating the way you should communicate. Well, I know you're there. Yeah, you're a, you're a big he's mancha you know. me <laughs> and
0: I'm on the opposite yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I know mm-hmm. you're somewhere there. You're a big mm-hmm. blob, but you mm-hmm. know, I can't drive. I can't read and stuff like that. I use uh, you know my phone. For and it. I can see how people
2: so. mistake that. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. you're yeah. not blind. Come on now, you're taking advantage he's of the system. They
1: go, they have to walk <laughs> towards them and tell them you are faking
2: it. You're not blind. Well, look at if the if the state gave me uh, all this help and then I got a dog. <laughs> Something, something's telling you. <laughs> Something tells me
0: that <laughs> that I do do it, so it's all good.
2: No, and that's awesome. So uh, any shout-outs for you guys out there? Go ahead. Like I said, you guys are on your well, show.
0: I so. know we're from, you know, we're so I, I'm going to shout-out my, my old crew, Chris Galvan. Huh? Big shout-out to Chris. Eh, eh, Victor Calderon. Eh, Claudio Rodriguez. Claudio. Hey, what's up, eh, Claudio? Eh, again, Ruben. My cousin, Jose Nevares. El eh, Goofy. El eh, Goofy. <laughs> hey, Louis Alday, you know. David Acuna, those were the guys you used to hang out with and party all the time. Well, I didn't party. Well, maybe I did. But it's all good. <laughs> but And then Chris, Chris Felix, you know, the neighbor from the cul-de-sac, so it's all good. Yeah, you perfect. I, I do have Cartero. Uh, I see, Yes, he
1: is. <laughs> I do have a big shout-out, and I owe it to him forever and ever and ever. Big shout-out to Daniel Navarrete. Yeah. He is my hero. He is my everything, <laughs> and I, I, I owe it to him. I needed to say it aloud in front of people and with the crew because he he is an amazing man. Eso es, amor, I love no,
2: no. Him Eso es amor. With all my heart. Mm-hmm.
0: So, if that crew's listening, we got to get together. I'm talking I'm to ta- Owen, Armando Valencia, all those, peanut? El Peanut, all, those, all you guys, we got to get together like a 25 year re- reunion anywhere. But we got to get together. I got to see the old crew. Most definitely. Right. <laughs> Again,
2: I know a couple people that were missed out right there. Uh, big shout outs to Jeff Shirley, Jonathan Chavez, Sergio Lopez. Um, if we missed any of you guys, oh, man. you know the changuito, the man. changuito. Hey, look at that guy right
0: there, Sergio, if you're listening. You were on my baseball team. I remember because you were literally were with the North Crosses. It was always the Padres and the Reds. Right. Mr. Chavez was my coach, and we used to always. And then Mr. Jacobo, Manny yeah. Jacobo. We used to have this grudge. I mean, the parents would fight, and we'd just watch, you know. But <laughs> I had uh, Juan Munguia and Sergio Lopez on my team all the time, and Jerry Alcantar. Yeah. If you're listening, man.
2: <laughs> Big shout outs to Jerry, man. His uh, boy just gonna go to college and play baseball too, as well. You know, Big shout out to him. You know, he's those, he's family to us. Those too.
0: are the guys you wanted you wanted on your baseball team.
2: Oh yeah, most definitely. Me and, and was, rugged.
0: <laughs> and I was the kid that played right field. I never got to play. I had one at bat, but I want to tell you this quick story. I was a freshman in high school. I did not make the team. I became a baseball manager. And my dad was upset because he knew I played baseball. You used to get all the stuff at uh, Lopez Sporting Goods and all the stuff in Nogales. And one time, I think my cousin Jose, sorry if I'm if I'm throwing you guys under the bus, and Jorge, you guys were in <laughs> academic probation, so I got to play one <laughs> baseball game. I went one for one in that game. I had a two-run RBI. I remember Conrado Sazpe. He, he went in, and Juan Munguia, I... Those guys, I drove in those guys. I was a little bloop. My dad didn't see it, but I remember Mr. Chavez was like, hey, que bonito hit. You know, he was a great coach <laughs> awesome, you know, growing yes. up. So Big shout-out to George. To shout out. I went in my high school career. I was one for two. You know, I think I, I hit a pop-up, stuff like that. I didn't strike out, but that was my high school career. I hit 500 at two RBIs.
2: That a baby. Hey, and that's a winning average and a great batting average too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Baby D, is there anything that uh, you'd like to say? Give a couple shout-outs out there before we get to our final word.
1: Um, wholeheartedly thank you guys for being here this podcast was fun (laughs) Um, to street the professor Um, my life has changed since I met him as well so shout out to my kids and to God because without God nothing would be possible
2: amen And uh, with that being said, I'd like to go ahead and shout out the Navares family, uh, to their kids, their family, to uh, Mama Navares. Hola, (laughs) ¿cómo estás? You know, uh, I grew up with these guys and it's been a blessing. And ever since then, we've stayed in contact and I am blessed to have you guys. And now to meet Nora too, as well. I mean, it's such a blessing too. Muchísimas gracias por estar aquí con nosotros. My famous last word of a fool. I like to tell everybody before we even start with this, uh, to all my little leaguers, it's little league season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're big baseball fans. To so all the little leaguers out there, keep on putting in that work, live your dreams, uh, have dreams for yourself. You guys are in a great spot and a great position. Uh, go all out. Can't wait to see you guys in San Bernardino on TV, on ESPN, Uh, We've had the pleasure of having uh, two world championships in uh, Nogales slash Rio Rico with the 50-50 kids or the 50-70 league uh, that has been down in Nogales. So we have had some world champions uh, on our side. But my famous last word is, I'm going to take this out of uh, Joe or Val Valvano. Valvano? I forgot. I'm so sorry. Uh, I should have quoted this a little bit earlier, but never give up. Don't give up. Never give up. Uh, Yes, we all hit our bumps in the road. We all have our issues. We all have troubles. But be positive. Look for the brighter side. Uh, Always move forward. Don't depend on anybody else to help you out. Make you be that one to be responsible to Find your neck, you know, to get over that hump. Yes, we're all going to get depressed. We're all going to get sad. We're all going to hit that rock. But sabes que? You are your own destiny. You control your own destiny. Busca algo que te interesa and go with it. Daniel found uh, running. Uh, Nora found Daniel. Daniel found Nora. You know what I mean? So, I mean, they found each other and their story is amazing. Um, Please. If you need help with anything, get that help. Look for it. There's so many programs out there. Um, If there's anything that you need to talk about, you can contact me too as well. And I'll look for the right resources to uh, help you out as well. That's what we're here for. We're here to share stories. And the story that we shared today on this podcast was strictly amazing. And I enjoyed every minute yeah. of well, thanks it. Thanks for having us, guys. I really and, appreciate it. And I thank you guys very much. Uh, and with that being said, uh, Hits Off the Streets, brought to you by El Profe, Streets of Professor. Uh, Steady Pace is the name of the show. And I want to congratulate Daniel for qualifying for the Boston Marathon. In 2024? April 17th, 2024. There it is, man. We wish you all the best of luck, you and Brian. And I do not want to take away from our other special guest, Diesel, because right now he's still out, so I don't want (laughs) to wake him. (laughs) But we want to give a big shout-out to Diesel as well. And with that being said, we want to say thank you. Have a wonderful day. Have a great week. God's be, and we are out.
0: Awesome. Peace out. Awesome. you guys, that was good.